was called out by Jeffrey Verity Schofield. How dare you, young sir? To give my perspective on the lifting wisdom trend that's going around at the moment. So I would like to hear from Dave McConey, Tom Lazarek, Stand to Strength, and Faz Lifts. So my lifting wisdom is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be from the perspective of somebody who has been there and is now on the other side. So over the course of the last 22 years, I've competed in strongman, bodybuilding, powerlifting. I've also coached for eight years. And I'm now on the other side where the majority of what I do is coaching and mostly maintaining my physique. So this might be a little bit different. I hope you enjoy it. You know, yeah, I, it's been some royal. I've, I've got it done and I'm up here mad as a brush. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been through with all my friends, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate that. And uh, it's been a world ride for me. It's not been easy at times, but, but you know, what a life. And I, I tell you what, I wouldn't want it to be any other way. All right. First one is this from the beginning, wherever you are in your journey, have high goals, have lofty goals. And it's very popular to discuss like daily discipline. Okay and all that kind of stuff, the daily habits you need to accomplish what you need to do, or weekly things, monthly things. But what I'm saying to you is have a vision. Have a vision for what you want to be, what your ultimate form is, to use the phrase. Now, when I first started training, my goals were to hit three plate in the bench, four plate in the squat, five plate in the deadlift. Now, we could argue all day long about strength standards, and that's not what the video is about. But the point is, I had a long-term goal, okay? The good thing about long-term goals, whether yours is strength standards, whether yours is physique standards, whether yours is something else, measurements, or whatever it is, right? The good thing about having a long-term goal is it reduces the friction for your day-to-day -day habits. Okay, why am I eating healthy today? You wake up in the morning and you want, I don't know, maple syrup and pancakes, but why am I going to have the breakfast that I want? Because I want to be this guy. This is the guy I want to be. I have a vision of who I want to be. And that's what I'm going to do. Why am I going to, why am I going to go to the gym when I'd rather sit on the couch? Because I have a vision of who I want to be. It's very important, I think, to have a vision. Now, whatever your vision is, whether it's strength or physique or just competency or just, I don't know, competing, whatever it is, ensure you have a long-term vision, have high goals right from the beginning. Ensure you know what your long-term vision is. It's very important. It helps to smooth out some of the resistance you might feel on a day-to-day -day basis where it's easy to overcome a daily habit or a daily tick box. But no, you've got a long-term plan. So let's do the daily things that matter. All right, next, related to that. Next is, now, I never had the best genetics for strength. I never had the best genetics for bodybuilding, certainly not for bodybuilding. But what I did have, and I say this over and over again, and I've said this many times over the years, what I did have was two things. I had patience and I had a plan. With patience and a plan, you can accomplish a hell of a lot. So you remember the first goal was have a high vision of yourself, okay? Have a high lofty goals, have a vision. The second thing is have patience and a plan. Assuming you have a great plan to get to your goals, you can break down that larger vision into smaller chunks and accomplish what you need while having the patience to actually enact the plan. You can do a hell of a lot with patience and a plan. I have surpassed many people who have had genetic advantages far greater than mine because I have two things, patience and a plan. I initially stalled on a three-plate bench. I thought I would never get it. I was stuck at many years with a 90-kilo bench. I was told I'd reached my genetic limit. 
I eventually went on to bench 180 because of patience and a plan. You can accomplish a hell of a lot with patience and a plan. That is kilos, by the way, for those of you listening, because they're always the inevitable question. <laughs> right. Third thing is, this is going out to young me and also potentially to some of you guys out there. Learn to cook. Now, whether you're naturally skinny, whether you're naturally fat, whatever, okay, learn to cook and take more than a passing interest in your nutrition. You don't need to be a lot ass for any sport. You also don't need to be you also don't need to be super skinny. You can gain weight. Taking an interest in your nutrition is going to help. I initially started cooking because I had moved out from home and I figured girls would appreciate a guy who can cook. That was my motivation. It was fine. It worked out, right? But the point is you need to take an interest in your nutrition because that is taking interest in what goes in your body, which is very influential in terms of your muscle building, your general everyday training and also your health in addition to that you don't need to be a lard ass for any sport you don't need to be overly fat if you're trying to gain weight for muscle you don't need to be a fat powerlifter the days of the fat powerlifter are gone days of the fat strongman are gone we're not doing that and i'll also say for if you are currently overweight and over fat and you're carrying visible amounts of fat get it off like it's the worst thing for your health. One of the conversations I have with guys who are in their twenties, when they come to me and they're very overweight, they have a lot of bad fat deposition, ectopic fat, all that kind of stuff, but they want to get bigger and stronger. Is I say to them, look, you've got fat to lose. Let's get that off first. And at least we can work on building muscle while we're doing that. But the first priority has got to be that because you're okay now, but this is going to bite you in the ass when you're 30, 40, 50, 60, whatever. So learn to cook. Take up more than a passing interest in nutrition. Don't be overly fat. And if you're of the skinnier type, your nutrition is going to help you gain weight in a good way. So for everyone, it's, everyone, it's in their best interest. Learn to cook. Take an interest in nutrition. And macros and calories are fine. But what I'm talking about is actually being in the kitchen and cooking up something delicious, cooking up something you want to eat. The amount of stories and like posts I've seen over the years which has been a bodybuilder with I don't know, a protein shake and some other sandwich or whatever. Well, just something which is not very conducive to their health. It's just, it's pathetic. Learn to cook some decent meals. All right, fourth one. This is gonna be a strange one, especially in 2022. Talk to the big guy at the gym, okay? People don't do this anymore. Talk to people at the gym. Especially talk to the big guys, ask them questions. Yeah, okay, big guy might be on drugs, blah, 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 whatever. But talk to the big guys for two reasons. Firstly, when I first went to the gym, I was very fortunate that I went to a gym with powerlifters, Olympic lifters, bodybuilders, strong men, even a sumo wrestler. It was a very unusual gym. Like I'm, I look back at that now thinking, wow, what a gym. But the point is, I went there as an 18-year-old kid. I was not the faz I am now. I was just some dumb kid at 18. And I talked to everyone. I asked them all questions. I would say, hey, I, I want to get this bigger. I want to get this stronger. How do I get big and strong like you? I asked them questions. And all of those guys who are probably about my age now, they all stopped whatever they were doing and they gave me as much time as I wanted. And they gave me good, useful information. People don't do that anymore. People don't do that anymore. And I think it's a missed opportunity to not only get information, but also to make friends. Okay, make acquaintances. Make sure your gym is a place where you can go and feel comfortable and you can work hard. So make friends and especially talk to the big guy at the gym. 
not all of your answers are on YouTube. And I realize the irony of saying that while I'm sat here on YouTube, but it's also important to actually make connections in real life and talk to people. Okay, it's, it's important. I did a ton of that. I always asked the big guys. And then later on, I was the big guy and people were asking me questions and it's fine. It's all good. It's important. It's a part of creating that community wherever you are. Okay. Okay. Next thing as a follow on from that, this is more of a general comment. While the gym should be a place where you feel comfortable and feel happy, keep the majority of your discussions either before or after training. When I'm in the gym, I walk in the gym, I'll say my hellos. Okay. And then after I've said hello, I start training. And when I'm training, there's no talking. Okay. Minimal talking. Then after training, then I'll go and talk to people again. So I'm pretty sociable at the gym, as sociable as I can be, but not when I'm training. So don't be the guy who interrupts people mid-training. That's not the time for conversation. Now that has two side effects. The first side effect is you're going to piss the other guy off, right? <laughs> Probably. And you're going to waste time. The second side effect is over time, that'll just be normal for you. And that's not a good place to be. I know guys who are my age, who've been in the gym for 20 years. They don't look like they've been in the gym once. Why? Because as soon as they go in the gym, they start talking. You know, once they're working out, they start talking. They don't restrict their conversations to before or after training. They talk all the way through training. Now, that's fine for them. But the thing is, what's going to happen over time is the level of intensity that they bring, which is that of a sedentary snail, that is just going to be their normal. That's what they're used to. Whereas for myself, I can't see my training intensity lowering when I hit 50 or 60 or whatever. Like I'm going to be the same because I've been the same for the last 20 years. When I go in the gym, once I've got my initial talk out of the way, it's all business. And I train as hard now as I did 10 years ago or 20 years ago. So the problem with having a habit of talking while you're training a bit of talking is fine, but you know what you get, you play people have long conversations. The problem with that is you just fall into the habit and all of a sudden your intensity is just zero all the time, zero. You want to cultivate a high degree of intensity, a good work ethic while you're training. And then sure, still take advantage of the discussions and talking and making friends in the gym before and after, but not during. Has those two bad side effects. One is you just can ruin your session, but two is you'll ruin your long-term training intensity as well. And that sucks. Okay, next one. And this is part of my whole been there and done it. For you guys, especially younger guys, try and gain the majority of your muscle before 30. Get jacked before 30. Trust me. You, while your muscle building potential isn't going to go down in your 30s or 40s or whatever, it becomes a lot harder to do what you need to do to gain muscle the older you get. Okay, when you're younger, bulking, fine feels good body handles it great the older you get the harder it is on your body if you're in a massive calorie surplus or you're training a lot that's going to have just more of an effect you get what i'm saying so it's just going to be more tiring it's going to have more of a negative impact on your body because bulking in and of itself is it's good for us like we we gain muscle but a lot of excess food all the time not always that easy for the body to handle so that's something which gets harder as you get older. So try and do the majority of that when you're younger. Do you know what I was doing when I was in my 20s? I wasn't worried about being shredded. Okay, I was eating a lot of food, 
lifting heavy and being happy, right? So by the time I was 30, I'd got the majority of my mass that I currently hold. Now, if I was to have just slacked off and just tried to stay shredded all the time and continue to try and gain muscle in my 40s, well, it's just a lot harder. And I don't think a lot of the younger guys who are trying to stay super lean really appreciate that. In your 20s, bulk, right? Unless you're just super fat, like I mentioned in the previous point, but you should be trying to gain the majority of your mass in your 20s because your health is a lot more robust then. Okay, so that's the next thing. Now, next point is during your bulks, and this is especially true if you're on the fatter side. During your bulks, stay hungry. Okay. Gain slow. Gain slow. I think one of the big problems that I see is as soon as people start a bulk, immediately they're just piling all the freaking calories. You don't need to do that, right? Slowly introduce calories over time. You don't need to slam in a bunch of calories at the beginning of your bulk. Just slowly introduce the calories over time so your bulk can go on for months and months and months, okay? You want to be in a position where, sure, you're in a bulk, but you've not just automatically slammed your body with a bunch of calories. You want to be in a position where you can prolong that bulk for a long time. So if you can, moderate the bulk so you can do it for longer. All you need to do is be in a calorie surplus. You don't need to be in a heavy calorie surplus. We know that past a certain threshold, it's all fat anyway. So just be in a decent calorie surplus and just be in it for a long period of time. That will be good. Okay. Next thing is, which I think is point eight, hire a coach. This is super important. I've hired so many coaches over the years. Every single one of them has taught me something about either the muscle building process, the fat loss, just accountability. They've all been valuable to me in some way. One of the key things about having somebody in your corner who not only believes in you, but can push you to more than you feel you're capable of doing is slowly over time, you adjust to that mentality. The coaches that I've had who've been the best have expected high things from me. And in expecting high things, I've delivered those. And in delivering those, I've leveled up. So your coach should have high expectations, but reasonable, sensible, and also to be able to educate you on how to get there. If he can do that, then it's a good investment. Hire a coach. Always been helpful for me. Number nine. Now, you always hear to not complicate things, right? Everyone talks about, hey, you know what? Don't overcomplicate things. Don't overcomplicate things. The amount of times I've had that over the last 20 years, I loads. But I'm going to say as number nine, complicate things, right? Complicate things when necessary. Because sometimes... Your plan needs complication. Sometimes you're not going to get to where you go by just lifting the weights. Oh, I just lift weights. Congratulations. But for every person who's told me, hey, Faz, don't overcomplicate things. I've, over the last 20 years, I've surpassed all of those. So they can suck my nuts. Because sometimes you do need to complicate things. It's necessary. If you have high, lofty goals, sometimes it's necessary to provide some nuance, to provide some detail, to provide a plan. It's not always a case of get in the gym and bust ass. Plenty of people get in the gym and bust ass, but pulling together all the aspects of a plan sometimes requires complication. And if you're aiming for higher than you can comfortably achieve, it almost mandates complication. So complicate stuff when necessary. I'm gonna go a bit against the grain there. Now, the final point, I can safely say after all this, after all these years, after all these competitions, the main thing that you should be thinking about is enjoyment. Have fun. So relax a bit. Have fun with your training. Enjoy the process. If you're not enjoying it, 
you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Because at the end of the day, it's great to have achievements. It's great to get the trophies. It's great to get, great to get your name on the record board. It's great to beat people. It's great to dominate your competition. Don't get me wrong. I love that feeling. But at the end of the day, if you are standing alone with your gold trophy and there's nobody around you because you've pissed everyone off over the years and there's no girlfriend, there's no wife, there's no family who are there to support you because you've just made everyone an enemy because of your vision, then is it worth it? No. One of the key things I drive home to a lot of the younger guys is keep your woman happy. Keep your woman happy. Keep your family happy. Keep your kids, your parents, keep them happy. These are people who care for you. And sometimes you have to relax a little bit, pull back, and ensure that people around you are taken care of while you are attempting to achieve what are sometimes very selfish things. Because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, they're going to be there, hopefully. You're going to be there. And ideally, you want to have had the experience to be a good one. I can look back safely now over the last 20 years and think, you know what? I've got all my family around me. I've got the people I love, my friends, and I don't have those regrets. But uh, there was a few times over the years where I risked those relationships. That's probably a video for another day. I won't get into it now. So don't do that. Ensure that you're having fun. And sometimes you do need to relax a little bit and remember the bigger perspective. All right, folks, I'm going to call it there. Thank you, Jeffrey, again, for the invitation to do mine. And I've really enjoyed watching everyone's in the community. So hopefully you guys got some something out of my lifting wisdom. And I will see you in the next one. All the best. Peace out.